MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 Thank you for joining us here in the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Woohoo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to thank everyone who is supporting us on Patreon. You are getting us. I mean, the, your support is amazing. Amazing. It's, it's, it's all we've got. Thank you. It's all we got. It's all we got. All we got is you. All we got is you. So hopefully these live shows happen. Thank you. I'm hoping they happen, but Lord, Lordy knows. And our, it is our absolute pleasure. No, I'm not kidding. We, we do it with the most absolute joy to provide you in return three, three micro idiots a week. And you know That's what? That's right. That is going They're amazing. And they're amazing. They're hilarious. And they're the best self-care you can give yourself for, for a smaller amount of money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There you go. There you go. And and you can also get a cameo from Frangela. That's right. Mm-hmm. Just go to cameo.com, put in Frangela. We, it'll come up. It'll tell you what to do. It could be a birthday greeting. It could be a gift for somebody else. It could be a pep talk or a gift for you. Whatever you need. It could, we could tell your boss you're quitting. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. And speaking of exciting news, we have shows, 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 shows. You can come see us at Flappers on... Hey, July 21st. <laughs> Go to flapperscomedy.com to pick up your tickets. You can also see us in Hollywood at the Ledge Theater on August 12th. That's <laughs> a Friday. It's a Friday. And you can, if you happen to be on the island of Kauai on Saturday, September 10th. You can come see us there. But you can also go to sexyliberal.com and pick up your tickets for our Chicago show. Saturday, September 24th. <laughs> With Mama and, 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 and John Fugel saying and Hal Sparks and us. And we also have a special show here in Los Angeles on the... Saturday, October 22nd. <laughs> That's killing me. Well, this is the thing. We have set these dates wrong. And I've had people write to us and be like, I thought you said the 23rd and it said the 24th. And I was like, okay, look, the 23rd is a week when our plane arrived. Look, it's, look. Those were all the right dates. We have never pretended to be good at this. Those are all the right never, dates. Never pretended to be good at it. We are funny. Okay? We never have promised accuracy. Never. Okay. Passion and joy and funny, <laughs> yes, but not accuracy. Don't come here for that. Don't come for that. And you can always join us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show for the Black Power Hour. What happens, Angela? Where Stephanie Mil- Miller becomes Stephanie Mills and Stephanie Mills becomes a Stephanie Miller. And it's confusing to her, I'm sure. But to us, it is pure magic and joy. Absolutely. Okay, let's start. Let's jump this off because this is killing me. We are pissed. 
Yeah, are so pissed and passionate this week. It's crazy. We we literally spent uh, the last hour and a half just talking about what we're about to talk about, but mad just talking to each other. Trump tried to call a member of the White House support staff talking with the January 6th committee. This is what kills me about this moment, Angela. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we trying to act like, ooh, that happened? The man called Georgia to fight, to get them to find, uh, get him votes that he didn't have. Mm-hmm. He called, this, this is what he does. This is his oh, Francis, he called the country of Ukraine. Girl, hallelujah. And asked them to okay. make up an investigation so that he could win this election about Bring Hunter it. Biden. Like this is a this is not only this is standard operating procedures. And this is the thing when I hear pundits muse about whether or not and well, that couldn't make, you know, we don't know if that's enough. What are his intentions? This is a person who, but they're saying it never gets calls from the president. This that's isn't right. like somebody who like, oh, I, the, Trump calls, they've never called Trump, this person. That's why this person got panicked because this per, Trump has never called this person before, right. apparently. But even still, be clear that Trump ain't never made a phone call in his life. I'm willing to bet fingers on this. Um, phone call in his life that wasn't about him getting something in some shady, wrong, and possibly illegal way. Yeah. He doesn't use the phone if it's not to further his own bullshit that is who we're talking about but also it needs to be said to me that shows exactly how not worried he is about ever being held accountable for any of this exactly because he has no problem himself the man who won't send emails or texts that's right. has no problem himself picking up the phone he didn't send somebody to do this errand in the middle of these hearings he did it himself that's if right. that doesn't show you how supremely confident he is, I don't know what else would. Mary right. Garland needs to, I'm, I can't. Let, right. let that man try to retire without acting right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then cut to Biden had to start his trip by uh, over to the Middle East. He started a four-day tr- tour of the Middle East and he had to say, he started by uh, talking about the United States commitment to Israel's security. Okay? So he is getting a lot, a lot of flack, President Biden, about this trip from our side, okay? Mm-hmm. Our legend side. Our legend side. But for me, I'm sitting here going, we are in the middle of inflation with gas prices. These are this global problems. Global, global problems. Which we're about to talk about in a minute. But there's a global problem in terms of inflation. This our president isn't playing golf. No. He isn't he isn't down at Mar-a-Lago. No. He is threading the needle, having he didn't send Jared, who comes back with two billion dollars in his pocket and not peace in the fucking Middle East. Thank you. But somehow, because this meeting with 11 other, 10 or 11 other world leaders is being held in Saudi Arabia, I got to listen to Andrea Mitchell today, bitch about how he shouldn't be at this meeting. And I'm like, I've seen the words, Jared Kushner got $2 billion from that government come out of your mouth. 
I have not seen that come out of her mouth. And I, and I am so, and I hate the tit for tat. It's not a way that I like to argue, but the ridiculousness of saying that Jamal Khashoggi's murder, which is by the holding Biden now responsible right. for there being a lack of action, if you want to call it that, from this government uh, in terms of dealing with Saudi Arabia now. So nobody before this, including Obama, including Trump, nobody before us has anything to do with this. It's today. It's this meeting. Right. It's like it's because the elections coming up and because they have an agenda. Andrea Mitchell has an agenda to drive people away from voting for for Joseph Biden. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand well, she's, she's why Republican. MSNBC allows it. Yeah, she's Republican. And, and a lot of them are Republicans over there. And we all know it. And here's the thing. You know, I, what I appreciate is our president is actively trying to work with other governments. And yeah, yeah, there's some shady ass governments out there because you know what? Inflation has climbed 9.1% in June compared to a year earlier. It's the biggest increase in 12 months and 40 years. But what we have got to stop doing and allowing people to do is blame it on this president. We are in a global pandemic. This is yep. a global issue. We were just, where's that article, And We were just saying about- the, These companies, it's, it's war profiteering. It's war profiteering. <laughs> Period. Um, we, but you know what? There's all kinds of reasons. It's like, we've got persistent supply chain backlogs and high consumer demands for goods have kept prices elevated. Um, you, and, and the reality is corporations refusing to pay attention. To, they're they're gouging everyone. And we yeah. in this country are being in particular gouged. I recently had contact with like people from another talking about prices in another country and in Europe. We are being you Americans are being gouged like they're all suffering from inflation, but the companies are really sticking it to people here. Our costs are so much higher in this country for basic goods than they are in other countries. A friend in England and in France and their costs on their food items are are they consider wildly inflated and are wildly below ours. Yeah. Like I, you could get a pound of bacon there for four euros, four dollars, which is four dollars yeah. here. It's nine to twelve. Yep. We are being, we are absolutely being gouged by war profiteering companies. Also, I want to remind everybody about Russia's invasion of Ukraine that strained the global energy markets and which is why President Biden is in the Middle East and sent the national, the national average for a gallon of gas above $5 last month. And now they've come down, you know. You're not hearing about them when they come down, Francis. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. But the reality too is because of the war in Ukraine, that means that food prices are also up in all over the world. This is a global strain. And I want, instead of sitting here going, I need to vote with my pocketbook in America. I think you need to vote. And, and I think we need to focus on our policies and our rights and not let people make this this argument about inflation. Yeah, inflation is bad and it's here, but I'm gonna tell you something. I'd rather fight inflation than fight a civil war. 
I also think if you're going to vote for your pocketbook, you would vote for Democrats. Me like too. the reality of that statement is that when has your pocketbook been better? Let me tell you what put over half of this nation's children out of poverty for the first time in our national history. It was the, the policies of this administration, Joseph Biden, this administration that sent a, just a little amount of money. Yeah. to people that absolutely took over half of our nation's children out of poverty. If you were going to vote for your pocketbook, when does your pocketbook do better? I'll tell you when, under Democrats. Republicans yeah. come in, they make life better for rich people, they rape you further, and then the next Democrat's got to come in and fix it. Over and, they, and, and, and Obama's over. done, and Joseph Biden has done more for this economy. We are now an extreme, like some of the highest growth we've ever seen. And yeah. if you're relying on headlines, see, the feelings aren't facts. Yeah. And this is something that is really, I can't say it enough, because people feel tension, because we feel tired and fatigued, because we feel all of these things, doesn't mean that they are actually true. Right. The economy is in better shape the world economy is fucked and so our economy is having absolutely inflation but the causes and and dealing with that if we look at the policies of this administration and of the one before it trump yes. what we know is that if trump had addressed covid properly with the with even a one percent of competency <laughs> if he had simply ignored it and let this and been like, oh, the CDC is going to handle that. If he had done that, we would not be in the place we're in. That's right. That's right. And really quickly, before we take a break, Lindsey Graham has asked the federal okay. judge to revoke a subpoena issued by Georgia grand jury investigating criminal interference in the 2020 election by Trump. Let me say this. I can't. I can't, Francis. I can't with Lindsey. I can't. The subpoena for Graham's testimony says that he made at least, at least, at least, at least two calls to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger about, re quote, re-examining certain absentee ballot casts in Georgia in order to explore the possibility of a more favorable outcome for former President Donald Trump. Graham's lawyers argue that no extraordinary circumstances exist for compelling his testimony and sovereign immunity prohibits enforcement of the state court process on him as a federal officer. Okay, okay, okay. Francis, I can't with this line of logic. Trying to, trying to fuck around in Georgia's vote count. No, not that. Not, it's just I don't need to answer questions. Let me be clear about something here. It's, it's, and help me if I'm right, Francis. It sounds like what, what Lindsay is saying is, I can't be held accountable federally, right? Because I, a senator from South Carolina, yep. called the election official in it, Georgia <laughs> about their election. Yeah. So I, as a federal position, I'm at a federal level of government. I am in the, the, the branch of government, the legislative branch of government. I, because there isn't a state issue, because if no. this were a state issue, then you'd be calling the motherfucker in South Carolina, but you weren't. You couldn't because that, that vote was locked. <laughs> so you're going to tell me, how are you going to make the argument that I'm not, this isn't federal when that's the only reason that you could possibly get for calling them? Right. Like it doesn't even make like it's 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 the most ridiculous argument in the world. And also, I just this is my problem with people like Lindsay. It is one thing. 
to sit there silently like an idiot and an asshole and a bigot and all the things that those silent people are and immorally. But he went further than that. That's right. And you know what? He needs to get his ball slapped for it. Whatever that translates to legally. That's right. And whatever. We don't know the legal terms. It might be ballas slapicus. I don't speak Latin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I know, I know. I know that's the right punishment. That's the right punishment. You're absolutely right. And we'll be right back after these messages. I'm former FBI Assistant Director Frank Figluzzi. Join me on a journey deep inside the world's premier law enforcement agency to decode the mysteries and challenges of today's FBI. The threats facing America are as real as the men and women who battle to protect us. In this first-of-a-kind podcast, we sit down with active-duty FBI personnel who reveal their mission, their cases, and their lives. Let's go inside the Bureau with Frank Figluzzi. Welcome back. Ohio man was charged with rape of a 10-year-old who traveled out of state for abortion. And you may have heard about this horrific, horrific, horrific story. Uh, a situation. It's a person. It's not a story. It's a person. It's real, and it and it's happening. And it, you know, and I and I have been saying since the overturning of Roe, especially around children and rape of children and molestation of children, we're going to see more and more of these yep. situations. And because we don't want to talk about what happens to children in this country. Um, it, because it, it, you know, it's we don't it, want to talk about rape at all. We don't want to talk about rape at all. But we really don't want to talk about no. molestation. We no. really don't want to talk about incest. And we really don't want to talk about the things that happen to children in these ways. A Columbus, Ohio man was arraigned on charges that he impregnated a ten-year-old girl who had to travel from the state to Indiana to get an abortion fueling debate over abortion bans imposed since the Supreme Court overturned 1973 landmark Roe v. Wade. Gershon Fuentes, 27, was arrested. Police say he confessed, confessed to raping the child at least, at least twice. And, and this poor child had to get a medical abortion in, she was in Ohio, she had to go to Indiana. I, I can't imagine what that feels like. And you know what? And I'm going to say it like this, you know, in terms of like shame, you know, number one, you've been raped. You're 10 years old. You've had one of the most horrific things happen to you. Then, then it becomes you have to go a to national, court. you have to go to court and it becomes a national story. And mm-hmm. everybody knows about you being pregnant and it, your, mm-hmm. your business is out in the streets. And not only that, you can't get the help you need in your home. Is this, the, this is the case where the judge said, can't you stand to be pregnant just a little while longer? I'm not sure. In Ohio, I, it's either this case or the other 10 year old. Um, but um, like the idea that that's all that pregnancy is. Yeah, because that's number a, it's, it's one. Just, it's just your body. You're a whole. Let me tell you something to these GOP men. You're just a hole in a womb. And I have to tell you, there's a special place in hell for Jim Jordan. Okay. Not only, not only, and, and, and let's be clear about something. Jim spelled J G 
YM Jordan, <laughs> he's definitely shown, in my opinion, that he is less than he is not really disturbed by the molestation and rape of minors and or of any young people. He's, right. he's, he's pretty much OK with that. That's what it sounds like. At least he has been in, in other jobs he's had. Yeah. Uh, but on top of that, he deleted a tweet or his camp, whatever you want to call it, people deleted a tweet calling the story, as he said it, a story about a 10 year old girl who was raped in Ohio a lie. They only deleted it when the, the man confessed and there was an arrest. Right. Suddenly, oh, oh, I guess she's not lying because they actually arrested somebody. So that's when they were deep. But what he basically called it out is that she called this, this, this child a liar. Yeah. How could the child be lying? Let me be clear about something. Pregnancy, you're either pregnant or you're not. Yep. Right. And there is no sex with 10 year olds. There is only rape. That's right. They cannot. They cannot. So understand what he was saying is not that he didn't believe the child was pregnant, but that he in his mind thought that that pregnancy came from some form of consensual sex, which there is not legally any form of consensual sex with a child. Any any sexual contact with a child is criminal, whether they allegedly want it or not. That's not how it works. These are children. And the fact that he doesn't know that isn't that surprising to me, quite frankly, given his history. But That's it is right. disgusting. And that we live in a climate where he and others have felt like it was absolutely OK for them to say this. We should all be ashamed of. Absolutely. And and let me tell you something. This is where we are in the, this, this, the discourse in this country, which is, you know, a 10 year old says she's pregnant and was raped. And we got we have senators. We've got senators, representatives sitting there saying that's a lie. The other side is lying. That story isn't true. We, you know, we, you know, uh, uh, it's disgusting. Meanwhile, the Biden administration has to warn pharmacies not not to refuse to fill abortion pill prescriptions. Because they already are. Because they already are. And they had to warn pharmacies that refusing to fill prescriptions for pills that induce an abortion could be a violation of civil rights law because we're all a mishmash and people don't know what's legal and what they can be doing. Oh, I, I think that... I think the pharmacists know. I think that they've been told. I think that they know exactly what they're doing. I think that any pharmacist that's doing this knows exactly what will happen. They're going to dare you to go to court with it. They're going to dare you to go to court with it. And then they feel completely righteous that by the time, first of all, that person, by the time this gets through the system, you're not going to get your abortion pill. Second, they will have thwarted that and any others that happened during that time. Second, they have faith that it'll go to the Supreme Court where they will be, they will absolutely be told that they were, it was okay for them to deny care to somebody. Understand that these pills are given for a number of reasons health reasons that aren't necessarily only about terminating a pregnancy. And in fact, that there are a lot of medications that I have lupus and there are a lot of medications that people who thankfully I'm not at a place where I have to take a lot of medications, but there are some medications that can perform that do things that could endanger a fetus. What they're going for is the ability to regulate your healthcare in every single aspect. Because what they're saying therefore is if you do anything that could endanger a a so-called fetus, whether that be your cancer treatment, your diabetes treatment, your lupus treatment, that you can, women can be denied that. They're, I believe they know exactly what they're saying and doing. I don't understand how a woman who lives, any woman, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, independent, don't vote. When, when you hear that you may have to, that you cannot travel 
outside your state, potentially. If I were living in, in Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, these places, Ohio, be, Ohio, I would be losing my mind, Angela. Well, understand though that we. This is the thing that I think a lot of people have to get through their heads. And we have friends who have who have left lines that they were waiting to vote in because it was taking too long. Because we're yes. in California and it's safe. We're a blue state. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because no, if you not. don't think that they're not working on how to make sure that you can't go anywhere legally for an abortion, of course they are. Of course they are. And this means you have, to have the resources to do that. The time, the resources, and the ability to help and not have your neighbor turn you in if you're in Texas or wherever else or everywhere in a minute. Yeah. This, is the, this is what I think we all need to understand. There is no other way to vote but Democrat. Yeah. I don't want to hear, well, I can't vote for a Democrat because I'm a conservative, but I'm not going to vote for the bad guys. No, that's voting for them. Yep. And you're, you're in it. You're in the mix and you're baked in the cake. Let's talk about some great news. Mary McLeod Bethune becomes the first black leader featured in the Capitol Statuary Hall. Oh, not first word. black woman, first black person, period. Black, first black person, first black leader, period. Black, number one. 2023. <laughs> okay. Officials unveiled a statue of Mary McLeod Bethune at the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday, making her the first Black American, the first represented in the National Statuary Hall collection. Bethune's statue represents the state of Florida and replaces one of Confederate General Edmund Kirby Smith, who we didn't, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, well, he lost. He lost. The change was set up under a law signed by then Governor Rick Scott. That's how long it was. It took in 2018. Smith's likeness was removed last year. Bethune, a civil rights activist and presidential advisor, founded the Daytona Literary and Industrial Training School for Negro Girls, which later became Bethune-Cookman University in Daytona Beach. There are statues in other parts of the capital honoring okay. other Black Americans, including yeah. statues of Frederick Douglass and Rosa Parks and busts of Martin Luther King. That, that, that's the bullshit sentence apology. Like, oh, that's is that why we don't have sentences of Black people? We got some, got some statues of Black, black people. people they, they just weren't in this hall. They just weren't in this hall. But we got statues. That's what that is. At the end, that's why I was like, I don't even need to hear that. Because, I mean, but let me tell you something. Be proud of that. Be happy about that and, and enjoy that. And understand that all of these things, not only should they make you mad, they should make you active. Yes. Because we are in this to win this or else we lose everything. I am activated and we hope that you are just as passionate as we are to do not waste your time. Do not waste your time waste on your people time. who have rebuked all, all in the name of fascism. Don't, don't even waste your breath on those people. Don't waste your tweet fingers. No. Nope. Block and move on. Because That's there's right. a huge portion of this country that ain't in this fight yet, even though they're being affected by it every single day. Go talk to them. And those are the people. Those are the people we want you to go after. Go That's after right. the young people. Those That's Gen right. Zs, whoever's living in the basement. That's I, right. You know, yeah, they, the, the people who don't vote, the people who say, oh, my vote doesn't matter. The people who, oh, this candidate doesn't, you know, the Democrats, they aren't progressive enough. Those are the people you need to be figuring out. Listen to them, hear them, get Socratic on them, ask them questions and get them activated and get them in the fight because they sure as hell are going to be victims of this war either way. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails, time to get your emails. Thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com as I try to find my email, hi y'all. 
Here we go. Do you have that? I have it right here. This is from. Oh, here we go. I got it. This is from uh, Leslie A. Yes. Okay. How the far right minority has so much power. Please. Do you want to read it? Or do you want me to you read, read it? You read it. You read okay. it. Dear Frangela, Angela, you asked if the Dems got way more votes in the last election, how is the far right able to make this country into a fascist hellscape by actively working to take away protections for civil rights, voting rights, the environment, workers, and consumers while empowering racism, mass shootings, and completely unqualified sociopaths to hold legislative office? I may have paraphrased a little, but I think that captured the spirit of your feelings. And it did. I want to tell you, Leslie, it absolutely did. And it was far more articulate than I was, I'm sure. The answer is that the far-right extremists have worked for decades to infiltrate every government office from local to national, as well as judges at all levels. It's how we got six illegitimate people on the Supreme Court, which allows these nightmares to control the country, is that Republicans are like the Borg from Star Trek. Ooh, that is true. At, currently, they have one brain, and they will vote for anyone with an R next to their name and support them no matter what horrible things they do. The primary characteristic of the Republican brain is that it can only come up with simple answers to complex issues, such as abortion. Too many Democrats have allowed the insane far right to take over by protesting voting for candidates or for not voting at all because they didn't get their perfect candidate, giving them 100% of what they wanted. Democrats need to adopt the far right Borg mentality to get qualified, emotionally intelligent people into all offices at all levels. Then we need to stay active and hold them accountable to establish laws that make our country more just, inclusive, and environmentally healthy. We need to become like a pit bull on a pork chop to do whatever it takes to preserve our democracy. Frangela, you are terrific. You keep us sane by combining important information with humor. I am so proud to support you as a monthly Patreon contributor. I enjoy my micro idiots. Keep up the great work you do. You model true, true patriotism. All the best, Leslie. A Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. And I will say, there's nothing wrong with being conservative, but there, if you call yourself a Republican today, I got a question. I do too. And this real quickly, this is from uh, Lisa S. She says, happy 4th of July, ladies. I tried to leave a review on Cameo and tip multiple times. We kept getting error messages. I'm so sorry. She says, so feel free to post this if you want. This was her review. Thank you for doing this birthday video during the holiday week. It was great. Really a beaten fun. Love to see your smiling faces and y'all don't charge enough. Hallelujah. <laughs> she says, I will donate on your website. Thanks for keeping truth out there and for all you do. Love you on Stephanie Miller's show. Thank you so much. Thank you. 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 And now it's time for resistance. Wrap up. This is, we're going to do this until, I think this is the last time we're going to do this because it's this week. Yeah. Um, Sunday, July 17th, we want you to, if you haven't already gone to aafront.org, that's abortionaccessfront.org, just aafront.org. Uh, go there now, Sunday, this Sunday, July 17th from 11 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. There's a full day of whatever you can participate in is fine, but a full day of training on abortion activism. Yeah. Stock the fridge, gather your friends, because you're going to throw an activist house party. Yes, you are. Did you know that you can protect abortion access by volunteering to escort patients past the thrones of harass holes outside of clinics? Did you know that you could connect patients with financial assistance through your local abortion fund? Did you know that you could be putting your mad powers of persuasion to work talking to politicians about abortion? These are just a few examples of the many opportunities you and your squad will learn about in OSA's interactive sessions from the grassroots organizations during this doing this work, okay? So at the end of your training day, you will be able to sign up, dive in, and immediately start making a change in your 
I say your community. The day will be a series of five 45-minute conversations covering different areas of abortion advocacy. In between each panel discussion, there will be a 25-minute house party breakout sessions where you will discuss, brainstorm, and take action with you, with those of you who are, you've gathered to watch. You get this, make this an activity that you get other people to join you in. Yes. Um, and then they're going to close the day with a robust question and answer session and some comedy from uh, Joelle Nicole Johnson and, and set you up for your next steps. So please, if you've got time on, on Sunday, get some folks together and let's get in this fight in a meaningful way. Yes. And if you can't make it, the sessions will be um, immediately available to watch afterwards. So even if you can't make it, you can still go to the Abortion Access Front YouTube channel. Okay? You can watch them there and get involved. Let's all do make that commitment. Wonderful. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela B. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word.